Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. This is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. And my name is Boom Shekha. I'll be your host for the evening. Today, we'll be discussing starting a new venture and how... Um, Some people freeze up and they're coming into something new. So for the past few weeks, few months, I've been speaking to a lot of new individuals who are interested in starting up something new. It might be that they're starting up a new business or they're going into a new venture or a new partnership, whatever it might be, but they're beginning something new. They've been doing a certain thing for the past, you know, a few years of their life. You know, they've been serving or they've been working in IT or uh, they've been a mother, whatever it might be. But all of a sudden, they something hits them, something you know compels them, and they want to start up something new, something completely different. Uh, they want to start something that will be based on their passions and make them money. And that's something that uh, is propagated, you know, more and more that you know, do what you love, and the money will follow. And in this way, these individuals are ready. They're, they're mentally ready to start um, on this new journey, you know, this journey of finding and doing something new. The only problem that I've found in my conversations with these individuals is that there is so much fear, so much fear in, in the fact that they are not sure of what they should be doing in their online business. They want to start something new. They're certain that they want to do something new. Um, they, they know that it has to be in the digital space because that's just where we are now in this 21st century uh, of iPhones and YouTube and Google. So they know that they want to do something new. They want to do something online. They want to do something related to their passions. But they're paralyzed, they're absolutely frozen 
they just are not able to figure out what they're going to do exactly that is going to be related to their passion. Just to give you an example, a friend of mine, he is um, absolutely brilliant, really smart guy, knows what the hell he's talking about, has a bunch of different passions that he's interested in. Um, he just uh, is dealing with a bout of MS, so he's you know getting a lot, doing a lot of research into it, nutrition. Um, he's big into efficiency. Uh, he's big into the Myers Briggs personality tests. So he has a bunch of different passions that he's always reading up on. He's always on Reddit researching. You know, he's always on Facebook sharing new posts. So obviously, this is an individual who is a passionate person. He has passions and hobbies that he is interested in. He would do these, he would be interested in them, and he would research them even if he wasn't paid for them. But what if he was paid for them? And that is what a lot of these online businesses are about. You are passionate about something. It might be fountain pens, or it might be uh, underwater kickboxing, which is an example that Ed Dale likes to use a lot. And you have, these, you have these passions. And most of the time, as individuals, what we'll do is that we'll work a 9-to-5 job in something that makes us money. So for, in my case, um, it's marketing. I did my degree in marketing, and so I, my 9-to-5 job is on marketing. But uh, in a lot of cases, these individuals will have another job that, or like another side thing, or like a hobby, or a passion, Something that they are so, so interested in, but they don't do that during their you know, normal hours. They will engage in that passion, in that hobby, in, their, in the after hours. So they'll be doing that after work, on weekends, uh, if they're going on a holiday, if it's any kind of theme, they'll be you know, going uh, towards their passion. That So um, if they love to surf, they'll be going for a surfing retreat. If they love to do yoga then they'll be going for a yoga retreat. Um, if they love fountain pens, they'll be going to a conference about fountain pens. You know, things like that. So these individuals, and me, I, I did the same thing. Uh, I, I am extremely passionate about spirituality, yoga, travel, minimalism. Uh, but I always wrote about these things and pursued them in my free time. But... Um, in my you know, 9 to 5 job, I always assumed that I'd have to do something that's related to what I studied, which is marketing. For the longest time, I had this separation in my mind and I had this block that said, I will not be able to make money from my passions and so I shouldn't even try. I should just do my 9 to 5 and then you know, go home and work on the things that I'm actually interested in. Not that marketing isn't interesting to me. It's just not something that I... I'm extremely, absolutely engaged in. It's not something that puts me into a state of flow. Whereas the things that I'm passionate about, I could do them for hours on end, and I'll be in a state of flow where I will not even notice the time go by. I won't even notice uh, the fact that I haven't eaten all day. I won't notice that I haven't had a sip of water in the past four or five hours. So time just flows. It's that uh, the state of flow that... Uh, an individual, a Russian scientist or writer, I believe, Mikhail, uh, I can't pronounce his name, <laughs> last name, but he speaks about it a lot. And so I, I know what it's all about. I've been there myself. I've been in that state where there's a separation between, there's a duality between uh, my passion versus my the income-generating uh, pursuit. 
So there's always something that I do for income and there's something that I do for passion. And for the longest time I had that, that divide in my mind, in as a block in my heart that I, I had this thing where I, I just did not believe that I could make money from my passion. So it was something that was inconceivable to me. And as time went on, uh, in my case, I noticed a lot of individuals who were making money from uh, things that I was interested in that were ethereal, but these individuals were actually making money from teaching people about these things. So the law of attraction, spirituality, meditation, manifesting. There are, indi- there are individuals online right now who are making hundreds of thousands of dollars from from these kind of pursuits. They're making money by teaching people about these topics. And that's what I've always wanted to do. That has been my thing and for the longest time that I I always wished, I hoped that I could make money from these pursuits from teaching people about meditation, about spirituality, about the law of attraction, about manifestation. But I never believed it was possible until I saw individuals doing it. There are, like I said, loads of people online making money from that right now. And as soon as that happened, a block, this huge block that was inside of my head, this inside of my mind, inside of my subconscious, inside of my heart, it just dropped. I could not hold that block inside of me anymore. Of course, as a human, as a human, as an imperfect human, I had another excuse that came up in my mind. Um, I used to think to myself, okay, fine, they are making money from it because they know what they're talking about, but I can't make money from it because I am just an amateur. Well, um, as you know, every professional, every person who is a successful professional right now was an amateur at one point. And so the only thing you can do is start, because if you never start, you're never going to become a professional. Every person has to start off as an amateur. And that is what I tell myself when I have these doubts creep up inside of me, that yes, I am an amateur right now, I am a complete uh, newbie, but that is where these people started as well. They did not start off as professionals, they were newbies at some point as well. I might be behind them. But I will bring my own perspective into things. I'll bring my own life experience into it. My life experience has been completely diverse and unique compared to any other individual. So I will bring that and I'll use that to teach the individuals. And I'll have my own special special tribe that I'll be teaching that are going to be eager to learn from me. And that is what I am working towards. And that is what is in my mind. And that's what I tell people whenever they express these doubts to me. Because it's really funny, when I started talking about these things to people, at first I was extremely nervous and I felt like a fraud. Uh, It's called imposter syndrome. If you ever get a chance to go on Reddit, just Google uh, Reddit and imposter syndrome and you'll notice in that thread, um, they ask psychiatrists if, uh, what was the main thing that comes up over and over again when, you know, they spoke to patients and the main thing that you know, hundreds of them put in as the answer was imposter syndrome. There are these individuals who are successful, who seem to have it all, and they go back home, and in their minds, they think they have no idea what they're talking about, they don't know how they got to where they are, and they're worried that one day they're going to be revealed as frauds, and everything they have is going to be taken away from them. And this is actually really, really common among everyone. And as soon as I read that, I realized, oh my god, I'm not the only one who thinks that way. Everyone thinks that way. And as soon as I read that, I 
I was like, all right, fine, fine. Okay, if that's the case, if everyone thinks that way, then I'm good. I have nothing to worry about. Um, so, but I did in the beginning um, think that, okay, I have no idea. I felt like a fraud. Whenever I'd say, I'd tell people, you know, uh, I'm a coach and I teach people how to manifest uh, abundance and freedom into their life. I teach people about the law of attraction. I teach people, um, you know, about spirituality, meditation, things like that. And when I would say that to them, I felt like a complete fraud. I felt like, oh my God, is it really? Am I able to really say that to them? Is that, you know, but the thing is that, yes, I can say that to them because I am. I am a teacher. Every one of us is a teacher in some way or another. We're all able, we're all capable of teaching something to this world. All of us have some specific knowledge about some specific area and we are, you know, every one of us is capable of teaching something to someone. So um, once I got over that fear of, you know, telling people that, yes, this is what I do, it felt more natural. You know, I became that person inside of my mind and, you know, whatever is inside of you is on the outside. And I created a course for individuals to manifest a life of abundance and freedom. But that's not the reason I'm talking to you guys right now. I'm talking to you because I want you to realize that even though you are listening to me right now and I had this course created, I was in the same position as you are. I was afraid, I was scared, I was nervous, I felt frozen, I felt paralyzed, I didn't know what niche to choose, I was absolutely scared and I'm not the only one. Every person, speak, if you speak to anyone who is a success right now or who is you know, living a life of their dreams, if you ask them to go back to the beginning when they first started and ask them, how did you feel, were you nervous, were you scared? They will tell you exactly the same thing. They'll tell you exactly the same thing as you are feeling right now. They'll tell you, oh my goodness, I could not even sleep at night. That's how I was nervous. I was was so scared. I didn't know what I was doing. But I knew that I had to do it because if I didn't, I'd have so many regrets. And once I did it, once I started, it was natural. And it just kept on going and moving and, and it just felt normal. And that is how it is. But... The main thing out of all of this is that you have to take the first step. And the first step in all of this, once you figure out that you want to start your own online business based on your passions, the first step is always figuring out which niche you want to focus on. And that is something, again, that paralyzes people, that freezes people up. For the longest time, I, I knew I wanted to go into these kind of, you know, into this field, but I didn't know exactly what I could teach. I didn't know how I could do it, what I would be able to teach, etc. I was, I was so nervous. I, I, I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out what that particular niche would be. And that paralyzed me until I found a mentor and he explained to me, you know, it doesn't really matter what you start off with because eventually you're always going to be changing it up. And this is actually based on scientific research. For all of you people who based, base your decision on logic, um, this is a theory, this is called a theory of deliberate and emerging strategy. Look it up. It's actually a study done on, on hundreds of entrepreneurs, and they asked them what uh, what the, the the thing that you started off with, the thing that you started off, uh, you know, the product that you started off with, the business idea that you started off with, is that what you're making money from? Is that what you ended up making money from, or being successful on, or making your millions, etc. Right? 
And they figured that 93% of the individuals said that, 93% said that. What they actually started off with, what the idea that they started off with, you know, what they said that they were going to begin their business about was not what they ended up making money on. So it's the emerging strategy versus a deliberate strategy. There's a deliberate strategy that you start off with. You say, I'm going to teach people about fountain pens. And your deliberate, that's a deliberate strategy. Well, your emerging strategy might end up being about um, uh, calligraphy. You might kind of, you know, over time figure out that people don't want to learn about fountain pens, but they want to learn more about calligraphy. And so you end up making money from calligraphy rather than fountain pens. So that is your emerging strategy. Uh, to give you an example, the founder of UGG, you know, those, um, you know, the, those really fluffy boots, he actually started off uh, making these shoes and, and, and these boots for surfers because it was something easy to pull on. You know, they'd, they'd go surfing, they'd pull it on, they'll pull it off. It was, you know, it kept them warm, etc. So they started, he started off selling only to surfers. He was marketing it to surfers. He did not know, and no one knew at the time, that Uggs would become so freaking popular with teenage girls. I mean, the major market for Uggs now is teenage American teenage girls, um, or maybe teenage girls all over the world. But that is what the market is. Had, could he have figured that out in the beginning? No, he couldn't have. There is no way to... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Tell what would have happened. Until he actually plunged into it, until he got into it, he started selling, he started figuring out the market, the market responded to him, he got some feedback from the market, they realize, okay, these individual surfers are buying it, but it's a small market. But look at this huge market that I've tapped into. Teenage girls. I mean, come on. And that is how the Uggs became 
you know, a, a multi-billion, multi-million dollar business. But did he know that when he started? No. If you had gone back to him and said, you know, I think in the future you're going to be selling to teenage girls, he would have laughed at you. He would have just scoffed at you. He would never have believed you. And that is what this is all about. So the theory of deliberate versus emerging strategy. So what you start off with, probably 93% of the time, is not going to be what you end up making money on. And this actually comes up over and over again. If you just go back and you research individuals who are successful, or if you research um, any of the online business owners, and you go back and you figure out what they did in the beginning, what did they sell in the beginning, you'll notice that a lot of those individuals, the things that they were selling, first of all, they looked horrible. They, I mean, I'm not, not, I'm not criticizing them. It's just, you know, it's what it is. The first product you sell is going to look like crap because you're just learning. You're figuring it out, uh, you know, and what they look like right now, what their marketing look like, they, they are really, really polished now because they've been doing it for three, four, five years. And so obviously over time they became polished, their marketing became polished, their website became amazing looking, etc., etc. But did they start off like that? No, they did not. They started off badly, but they at least started off. And that is the point that we all need to get to, is that we need to get over this fear of doing something wrong, we need to get over this fear of choosing the wrong niche, and we just need to start. It doesn't matter where you start because you're probably going to be changing it anyways. Think of it that way. You're probably going to end up changing what you choose anyways. So what's the big deal? Let's just choose something, start it up, do some research, start selling something, get market feedback, and then you know have feedback directly telling us, okay, this is what I should be doing, tweak it, and, and then know exactly what we're supposed to be selling, you know? You'll always forever be tweaking your products. You're always going to be changing it up. There's no point where you'd be selling something and say, okay, I'm done. I'm, I never need to change this ever again. No product is going to be completely evergreen because the market keeps on changing. The individuals that are buying from you keep on changing. Technology keeps on changing. There might be a disruptive technology that might disrupt iPhones or YouTube or Google. There might be something in the future. It seems implausible right now, but Google and YouTube seemed implausible at that time, and now look at them, right? So technology might change. You yourself, your interests might change. There's so many different things that are going to be changing in the future. So who knows what you'll be sell selling maybe a, a year or two years from now. So why worry about that? Why worry about the future? All you can control is right now. and All you should worry about, all you should be focusing on is right now. And the main thing that people freeze up on is choosing a niche, choosing that item that they should be selling. My friend Dan that I was talking about, he is brilliant. And he, I, I, I feel that he would do really, really well if he started a group on MS and started you know, um, teaching people about the way that he is getting over, uh, getting over the symptoms and how he's getting back to health. And I think that would be absolutely awesome. I can see it from the outside, obviously. It's so easy to see it from the outside. But for him, he thinks that he's, he doesn't know anything about it. What is he going to teach people? Like, and this is something that everyone thinks. I think that as well. Until I actually start teaching people or talking to people, and I realize, oh my God, I actually know a lot more than I thought I did. And this comes up to me over and over again. And this is not just me. It's not just you. Everyone thinks this. It's interesting because a friend of mine was talking to me about this, and he's, he's exactly the same. He said that there are two, two theories that I have uh, about learning. He says, as soon as I learn something, 
Um, first of all, I make an I, these are two assumptions that he makes by learning. As soon as he learns something, first of all, he makes an assumption that he's the last person on the planet to learn this. So obviously, everyone else knows about it already. Um, and the second assumption that he makes whenever he learns something is that um, he it, it just loses value as soon as he knows it. It means that as soon as you learn something, you, you, you know it in your mind, you know what it is, uh, it loses value. It means that you know it and uh, no one else is going to value it as much as you did in the beginning of it. Um, so what happens to us is that we learn something, we get really proficient at it, uh, for example, law of attraction for me. I um, I know it. I'm definitely not an expert. I'm not a pro I'm definitely not an expert on it. But I do know more than a lot of people that are out there on this planet. But as soon as I learned it, I didn't give myself enough credit. I don't think that it's valuable enough for me to sell it. Why is that? Why did I dis you know discredit myself and denigrate myself as soon as I learned it? Because that is an assumption we make. We make an assumption that everyone knows what we know, that the stuff that we know is not really valuable, and everyone, uh, if we go and try to teach this to someone, they're just going to laugh in our face. This is what we think. This is an assumption that we make all the time. This is an assumption that I make all the time. And so this is something that we need to get over. Because as soon as you start teaching other individuals, actually as soon as you start getting into your field, into your niche, and, and start teaching, you'll realize how little... People actually know. I'm not trying to be rude about it. I'm not putting people down. It's just actually the fact that a lot of people, you know, when they're passionate about something, obviously they'll read stuff on it. But the fact, the people who actually start businesses on it, the people who start business on their passion, they are the ones who are the fanatics. They are the ones who are the fanatics. They are the ones who read, you know, hundreds and thousands of books on these things. They'll spend hundreds of thousands of hours on this item. And that's the reason they got into business for it, because they are the fanatics. They're the ones who really, really, really care about this stuff. They're individuals who like something, and they're individuals who are fanatics about it. I am a fanatic on spirituality, yoga, meditation. I read about all this stuff all the time. I'm constantly reading, constantly learning, constantly growing in these in these fields. I've probably read more books on it than, you know, 90% of the population on the planet, just because I love this stuff. And so, but unfortunately, I always think, oh, well, everyone else has read this stuff as well. Everyone else knows as much as I do. Absolutely not true. It is not true, and I need to get over thinking that way. And I'm telling you guys exactly the same thing. Stop putting yourself down. Stop thinking that everyone knows exactly the same thing as you. You have something to contribute to the world. You're, you have the ability to teach the world about your passion. And that is where you need to start. Stop being frozen in your tracks. And stop worrying about this niche thing. Just start something. Start something and the universe will reward you. And if you don't believe in the universe, just think of it in terms of feedback. It's a feedback loop. If you put something into what you're doing, if you start something, if you figure out, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to start a Facebook group, you're going to start getting feedback from the individuals who join the group, you're going to start getting feedback from your friends and family, you're going to start getting feedback from your fans, and then from that feedback, you'll be able to change your business a little bit, tweak it a little bit in order to serve your people better. And then, um, you know, again, you're going to get more feedback from, the, from more individuals who join it, uh, and then you'll tweak it a little bit more. And that kind of feedback loop is only going to happen if you're actually in the field selling something or if you're in the field, you know, talking to people about your niche. 
if you're not in the field and if you're just doing it as a theoretical practice in your mind, there is no feedback loop. There is no, you know, there's no action taken. So you will not know what you're supposed to be doing next. You have no idea because everything that you're thinking right now is all in your mind. It's all theoretical. Has to come into reality. Until you go into reality, until you actually do what you're supposed to do, nothing is going to change. And the first step I always tell people is just pick a passion. Pick a passion that you actually, you know, that's something that you really, really, really like to do. I mean, it has to be something that you really, really like to do. Um, Something that you can talk about for hours on end, something that you can be passionate about for even if you're, you know, dead tired, it's the middle of the night, and the individual comes up to you and says, oh, uh, talk to me about the law of attraction. You'll perk up immediately and start talking about it, which is what I do. I could be dying, you know, of exhaustion. But if someone asks me about the law of attraction, about my spirituality, manifestation, or any of my topics, I'll just perk up as if, you know, I, ha- I haven't slept in days. I'll just be, you know, I'll be energetic. I'll just get right into it. Um, and so that will show you there are every person, every single person on this planet has at least one thing that they're extremely passionate about. It might be something really weird or something that you don't think you're going to make money from. I mean, it doesn't matter. Pick that item because as Ed Dale says, the market, every market is a market and I completely agree with him. I mean, I completely agree with him because I've actually seen it out in the field. Think about this example. There are people in Korea who actually order takeout food and they eat it on video and they broadcast it live and there are millions of subscribers thousands of subscribers who sit there and watch and talk to these people while they're eating the takeout so they'll talk they'll be eating something they'll be like mm, this is really good or this is really salty or I don't like this or I like that and their fans will talk to them about oh, okay so how was that did you like that what did it taste like uh, and things like that and these individuals make millions of dollars, thousands of dollars from this. I mean, they make a lot of money from what? From sitting down and eating takeout on video. I mean, if that isn't the craziest thing that you've heard in a while, then I don't know what it is. If you can make money from eating takeout, then I I swear to God, there can't be, there cannot be a single market on this planet that is not a market. You can make money from anything. You can seriously make money from anything. And so if you think your niche is weird or if your passion is weird or no one else is doing it, you're absolutely wrong and you just need to get over that and just get into it. Um, There are some people who actually talk to me and say, you know, I don't really have any passions. I don't really like to do anything. And I always ask them, I'm like, so what do you spend your free time doing? What do you do? Um, I like to watch movies. I like to watch TV then why can't that be something that you do online? Doing reviews or or watching movies and and writing critiques on them. There's so many different things that you can be creative about. And you just have to kind of find your own, you know, special place, a special spot where you are really, really good at. Um, So if you are someone who loves to eat, uh, why can't you go to different restaurants and do reviews and write them up and take pictures, things, things like that, right? There's everything. There's, there's things in everything, and you can always find something that you love to do. Um, and I've spoken to a lot of people about it, and they always say, oh, well, you know, I can't really make money from what I love to do. And I always have to say, I disagree with you. I absolutely disagree with you because you can make money from anything, and you just have to try it. You just have to try it because I swear to you, it's just 
uh, something that I've been, I know where you are and I know what it's like to be in that spot where you have such, such fear. You know, you're afraid. You don't know what you want to do. And I, I totally understand. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be a bitch or anything. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to put you down. I know where you've been. And I know the only reason I actually got out of it was because my mentor pushed me. And he said, just figure it out. Just do it. Just start. Make your first course. See how it does. You know, figure it out. Get the feedback. Tweak it. Change it around. And then keep on iterating. That's the only way you're going to learn. Theorizing about it, having something in your head is not going to work. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. You have to actually get into the field. It is the only way to figure it out. And so, um, so once you figure out your passion, I mean, once you have you know, that niche, that thing that you're really interested in, then you know, what we have to do as business owners, as potential business owners, as new business owners, is we have to go talk to individuals. We have to start doing some research on it. So you have to go do some field research. Go talk to individuals who are in the field. Ask them what they're selling. Ask them what the market is like. Uh, talk to some fanatics. Talk to other people. Talk to some amateurs. Talk to as many people as you can, and figure out what are their you know what are the what are the things that they're going through. What are the items of uh, concern for them? What, what are they interested in? What, what they what would they want to learn about? And once you ask them, you know, what are you struggling with? What do you want to learn about? Things like that. They'll actually, people are really, really great at this. They'll give you the answers that you're looking for. And you'll have all of these, you know, phrases to use in your marketing. You'll have all of these interesting ideas that you could create courses on. And you'll have all of these things that you can actually use in your own business. And you got it all for free. Absolutely free. Because people like to talk about themselves. And all you're doing is you're trying to help them. You're trying to get them a course on being better at their own specific passion. And who doesn't want that? If someone told me that I would be able to learn better or I'd be able to manifest better or I'd be able to, uh, you know, invoke the power of the law of attraction better if I take this course, I would say, yes, yes, yes. I want to do it. Give it to me right now, etc. Right? So I, I am totally into it because I love that stuff and I'd be willing to pay for it. And... That's the same with other people in your niche. Those people are willing to pay if it's a course that helps them, you know, with something that they're struggling in or it helps them learn something about their passion. So do that research, figure it out, and then, and then comes the easy part. You just have to create the course. And I really think that's the easiest thing because once you start creating it, you'll find that the words just flow. That's what happened for me. Um, I was afraid when I first started, you know, the process of creating my course and I was worried. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, come on. Um, but as soon as I sat down in front of the video or as soon as I sat down in front of the audio, I just the words just flowed. They just flowed. They actually just came out of me as if they were coming from somewhere else. I, I had no difficulty with the words that the for creating the course. I seriously had no difficulty. It just came to me. It just flowed. It was just, it was perfect. No difficulty at all. So, um, so I hope, and again, I've spoken a lot in this podcast about you know, niche and being frozen and paralyzed because you don't know what you're doing. Um, I'll be speaking about this for sure more in the future because this is a topic that comes up over and over again. But I'd love to you know, stop the audio at this point and talk about it the next time around. I hope that you got some value out of it. If you guys have any questions at all, my name is Boom Shaka. Um, if you're interested, join my free Facebook group at themillionairehippie.com. I'll talk to you guys soon. Signing off now. Bye. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.